No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Don't make a bit of sense to me. If that's what being crazy is, then I'm senseless, out of it, gone down the road, wacko. But no more, no less. Welcome to Unhinged, episode 29, recorded October 17th, 2016. We welcome Doug back, uh, though he's. Uh, this is a struggle for him to be on right now, uh, since he's still actually quite down. Um, but welcome back, Doug. Thanks, man. So, I want to um, just touch base on what's happened since the last time you were on. So, so basically, um, what what we know so far was that you. Uh, suddenly, uh, went down again. Uh, you were, you know, you were doing great. You went to, uh, to sign up to be, to do the peer counseling thing and everything was great. And then suddenly, uh, I wasn't hearing from you anymore. And then I heard a few, you know, I got a few texts and emails and you were just telling me you're in hell. So what happened? Well, it was hot. Um, well, I, um, well, first of all, when you talked about the last show and your, your short show that you had to do yourself, Mm um, I had sent you an email about the, the Hulk reference. Yes. And, um, you know, the eyes are green, whatever I'd written, the eyes are green and the clothes are ripped and. Uh, that wasn't necessarily because from an anxiety standpoint, that was just, you know, the original, um, analogy was basically that it's kind of like, you know, if the clothes ripped and the eyes are green, uh, it's neurology off. Uh, it's all bad and the Hulk is there and angry and not, Big brained. Um, yeah, and and that's what I was. I I wasn't sure if it was just another huge anxiety attack that lasts, you know, weeks like last time, or whether there was depression involved or or what. So, no, I would have used a different analogy for that. Okay. This was just this was to indicate a full blown relapse um, with every. Uh, everything's symptomatic uh, going on. So um, there was a couple of things we talked about on a couple of shows ago, maybe multiple shows, uh, you can clarify. But we talked about, well, during the remission show, one of the remission shows talking about how we did the remission show and we're celebrating. And then the next day, uh, I woke up completely severe. Right. So I, I posed to the doctors, what if I had not gone to sleep that night? What would have happened? And I said, because I've never felt the switch go from off or on or on or off, mm-hmm. you know, in a waking period. Right. It was always gone to sleep and then woke up either awesome or relapsed yeah um and so uh, you know and i i 
and I didn't feel that switch during the day. You know, it just again, it was it was a sleep type of thing. So, um, and I also did not experience whether it was a negative trigger leading to a relapse or a positive trigger leading to a remission. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed to be all neurology, and I sort of brushed away a little of the psychology and the um, biochemistry and the psychiatry of it. Yeah. Now you're talking about the 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 last time that you fell out of yeah, remission. Yeah. Just well, I just I, I you know there was never any triggers, which to me proved it was strictly neurological. Uh, neural. Uh, Neurological. Mm-hmm. Um, but this day, last week, um, the specific day, which was Wednesday, whatever date that was, um, those both uh, those things happened uh, in the middle of the day, although there was a catalyst the day before, but the middle of the day, I just... I wasn't right waking up, so I guess it maybe wasn't middle of the day, but mm-hmm. I just wasn't right waking up. It was very self-conscious, very nervous, very anxious, um, and it could have been triggers because, oh, I'm going to go back to, um, I had a big meeting and I was going to go back to somewhere that I've been before under uh, mixed circumstances, ups and downs and all arounds. Um, so there could have been sort of that, uh, cause frankly, with my memory, I don't remember how I left, uh, when I, uh, you know, uh, was dealing with this, um, particular organization. Um, I really don't know how I left off mm-hmm. and I don't think that, um, I don't think that's a necessarily a big negative cause I don't think I'm the first one to do that. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you just run away and that's you're now you're safe because there are people over you telling you to do this, do that. when you can't even lift your foot off the ground. Yeah. So, um, needless to say, I had a, um, you remember I had a great meeting with Anne Marie McDonald at mood disorder association. Yep. Um, we were all excited and I came back the next day. Of course there was a, major category for hurricane headed straight for uh our relatives yep so that was a little bit of a uh anxious little while yes for a lot of people me included yeah and you're in contact with your family and and i don't have that so um uh when i felt good i just hoped for their safety and when i didn't i hope for their drowning um, I'm an open book. I'm very brutally honest. Uh, you know, I've just not gotten the support that I should get. There are a couple of members still trying, but, um, this is too, too serious of a disease to have anything half-assed. Yeah. It's, uh, this, this, if you're a true family, like many cultures are just that tightly knit and pure empathy and pure love and pure support. Um, unfortunately, we don't have that. That's, that dynamic is not there in my family. Um, but anyways, it was an, ex- it was an excuse. And I, um, uh, so I had a bad time. I had a bad day. Uh, it led to a major panic attack which lasted for hours. 
Uh, I met with a family member who uh, said a couple of things that uh, took the wind out of my sails, and that was the day before that. Um, so that was and, the catalyst uh, you were mentioning. Yeah. So yeah. not only did I feel the switch during the day, but now I felt a what had to have been a psychologically impacting um, comment, whatever, from somebody who I hold very, very high. Yeah. Uh, they're not many. So um, as great as I was feeling like I was conquering the world, that one thing, it just, if you feel your, like your mouth just starts shagging down, you're just like, it just took the whole, you know. Just deflated you. All hope. It did completely a mental deflation. Yeah. And I couldn't get out of it. Where normally when I'm feeling good, I can get out of it. They, uh, it's their crap or whatever or. Uh, you know, um, but no, I called you that day and told you about this. Yeah. So it, it almost meant like there was a reason why I brought it up. Not just, right. to tell, you know, it's not just a coffee yeah. talk, you know? Well, yeah. Cause when you, when you called me about it, you, it, it had just happened and you mentioned it, but it hadn't done its full trigger yet. Like you weren't down yet you were starting to get there but but you, inside it was killing me i mean i yeah. i hold the whole rest of the visit my stomach was was turning i started to panic and and i ended up you know kind of skedaddling out of there and um so it was it was just a really bad week and and i posed to the doctor you know can triggers obviously you know can that is there that crossover and sure because uh, you know, and I even said to him, you know, I'm, I'm, I know that you don't, you know, as cognitively distortion, as distortion, um, amygdalites is what I said, uh, even though it's not a word, doc, but, uh, we're obviously just, you know, externally, um, motivated instead of coming from internal. Right. And, uh, your amygdaloid is just so he says yeah you're hyper amygdaloid but it, it's true i take one little comment and i just it, and it just, crushes you so no matter how confident i felt that, that day when he said that it's like whoop, all confidence is gone he's right i'm a loser and i could not break out of it and since then i've been in a probably one of the worst relapse i've had in a long long time so and, uh, that's I mean, that's really unfortunate um, that a trigger like that could, could make you fall so, so hard. Um, but it makes me wonder um, if, if there's more of a psychological aspect to everything than you originally thought. Because obviously, you know, most of the issues you've had were neurological. I mean, that's based in science now. We know that. Um, but it seems now like external factors can actually affect it and push it one well, way or the other. It's one and the same uh, because you, you hear, you know, the, the, you hear that from the back of your brain and, and so it's processing it logically and then it gets to the front of the brain which emotion central mm -hmm. and that will completely fuck it up completely just turned it into this distorted crap 
And um, so it's it, the amygdala can't handle that kind of a comment, mm-hmm. can't handle that kind of emotion when you think, here's a person who I think I learned all my shit from, you know, my my foundation of of uh, mental health and, and um, the, the brain and the belief system, the mind. And, um, and unfortunately we're in gen- different generations and he just doesn't get the whole brain thing versus the mind thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the comment was underhanded, came from a place of his own insecurity and, um, and I was affected by it and I couldn't break out of it. So, um, I visited the doctor this past week. Mm-hmm. He made a slight shedding change. We're staying at the same overall settings uh, from the Meg scans right. because it was going so well. Yep. Um, and um, but but he did raise the the intensity of the electricity. Um, so. It could take time. The trouble with DBS is in the brain is that I could feel better like we had in the past where it's, you know, eight days and all of a sudden I write you and rock and roll. Yeah. Or it could be another year. I could sit here for a year. Mm-hmm. So there's no rhyme or reason and there's not a lot I can do uh, you know, other than, you know, trying to uh, create as many neurotransmitters as I can just by the typical endorphin exercise and right. eating properly. And well, and know. also I have to think that if a negative comment could have brought you down so hard that positive things could actually help reverse it. Uh, obviously there's the, your amygdala is still listening to, uh, what's going on. So, and it gets affected by the situation. So, you know, you got to try to, you know, do more positive things or, you know, like you said, those exercises to, to help. It's, but it's, if the amygdala is not being, um, um, dampened, quieted by the DBS, which is pointed to the gyrus, it's basically like one of those really stupid dogs who just, oh, you know, just all night long, won't shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just, you know, until you get the dog whisperer to walk over and just start talking to him, he's just going to keep going. And so... Um, well, my point is that that dog whisperer could be an external uh, trigger or a, an external factor, you know. It doesn't... The dog whisperer is the DBS pointing to the singulate to say singulate... Shut him up. Shut the. I I understand. Down. No, Calm I understand. Down. I'm just saying it. It doesn't have to be just that. I I think that external factors can influence it. It's possible, but it's not. It, the neurology is much more. You know, you're you're directly affecting the mechanics of the brain rather than just sort of maybe going through the bloodstream and offering a little bit more serotonin release because of my slow yeah, but genetic. My, my point you know. is that my point is that you had an external factor cause you to, to go down and that was an external trigger. So logic tells you that an external trigger could do the opposite as well. 
only if the amygdala is being suppressed by the gyrus. Because the, the amygdala is fear. We're trying to conquer fear. Mm -hmm. And it's much easier to stay fearful because the amygdala is overactive and the gyrus doesn't seem to be working its on and off switch too well. Mm -hmm. So, no, it's not that way. Or at least from you know my experience. It's possible. It's, you know, but this is not a baby steps kind of thing. This is uh, just, you know, unfortunately, you know, I try and like prove to people and sell them on like, this is the disease like Parkinson's, like a movement disorder, dystonia, those two videos we saw. Yeah. Okay. Those are movement disorders. And you saw when he activated to the, the dystonia kid, nine-year-old kid. Yep. It stopped, and he's still fine. Years yeah. and years later, he is now finished university, and it's done. It's fixed. Mm -hmm. But with a mood disorder, there's so much more involved, and yeah. more parts of the brains are involved, not just the one. So it's actually more complex and, quite frankly, more dead, much more deadly, leading right. to demise as those other diseases so I, I, I'm even saying it's worse mm -hmm. for that reason and for other reasons that I've posed before, especially the mortality rate. Yeah. Because you are coming out of your, you get so distorted, especially if you don't have a support system. Um, and these ups and downs just make you more like, all right, you know, you, you just, it, well, everyone will have a breaking point. Mine has been a long one and a strong one, and somehow, you know, Thor of mental illness. But uh, you know, my hammer is going to wear out. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's a race right now. And uh, so another thing you had mentioned, uh, you you said that your doctor said you need to take it easy. You you can't. Um, you know, get involved in things that are too dramatic, uh, and, and stuff like that. So, um, that made you it, question. It sounds like a, a wimpy cop, cop out, but it is. No, it's, I, I it's, disagree. It doesn't sound like a, wimpy no, cop I, out or to me because I'm, you know, yeah. in distortion, but it, it's, it's the way it is. It's just like, uh, you know, I watched rain man today. Mm -hmm. And you saw how long it took. I mean, Charlie was a complete ass until he sort of got it midway through the movie and he started to get close to him and they made a connection. Uh, but he's like, oh, I know you're in there. It doesn't matter what you say. It's, mm -hmm. the, you know, it's the brain. And there are certain parts that are not working and people can't relate to it. Well, if I could do it, you can do it. And uh, It's just we do things a whole lot different. And. If you can't empathize and respect that, well, then you just stay with your own friends. I'll stay with mine. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, you don't want to get it. Don't get it, you know. Well, my my point was that uh, you are you were told to, you know, kind of take it easy and, and you can't handle, you know, really stressful events and, and a lot of stimuli at once and stuff like that. Um, and I know. Yeah, I have to tread very lightly and not 
you know, because when you're feeling good, you just want to be like, okay. Cause I'm like, you know, time is running here for yeah. me. And, uh, you know, you, when you're feeling better, you just want to like tell the world and it's this right. opposite thing and you're finally free and you, and you can actually talk to people. And so you just jump at every opportunity, but you're opening up yourself and a really still very hyper, uh, amygdala mm -hmm. that, you know, I, I could, you know, I, you can hear, um, uh, there's an extra five minute delay on the subway terminal and now you'll go, ah, damn, I'll be 10 minutes late for my meeting. Me, it's like the end of the world is coming. Mm -hmm. Armageddon. Yep. You know, and uh, I mean, I ran out of there like a schoolgirl. My bags were dropping. I just had to get a cab. I couldn't breathe. And, uh, you know, I think I called this cab driver, uh, whatever his name was, with no vowels in it. Uh, <laughs> I said, you're, you're my savior. You saved my life. And I was like literally sitting there. I couldn't breathe. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I, I can't process issues and problems and drama and stress like you can, but right. like I can take 1% of your hundred percent. So mm -hmm. he's like, I mean, if he's going to admit to a guy who's 47 and hasn't worked in 47 years that, then I was like, all right, you know, I didn't want to hear that, but I said, yeah. do I have to just slow this down and not just jump because I don't know if I'm going to have a day or a month or what, and I can't commit to these people and let them down. Yeah. Because this is the only thing I have for a possible future. And if I F this up, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be devastated. So, so what about the stress of doing the podcast? Cause I know you were concerned about that as well. And that was one of the things that I think was kind of eaten at you when you were uh, incommunicado. Um, you felt guilty because, you know, you felt like you were leaving me in the lurch, not doing the show and, and stuff like that. I just don't know how to explain what makes me, I mean, I have my theories, this is my background, but I, I can't seem to put my finger specifically on why I have to retreat. I mean, there's a lot of it I've said, and, you know, uh, I'm like the victim. I'm like this project. And again, I know some is distorted, but it's based in truth somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, you know, I got to see you live your regular life. And I mean, even little things when you say, oh, I can't talk right now. I'm in meetings. And like, that's just true. Mm -hmm. And that's what most people do. But for me, sitting here alone in absolute misery, doing the same thing every day, it could be completely just a vegetable uh, and crying and in pain. And, uh, like, I just, you know, I, I so much want to be, I've said it two different times this week, two different people. I just want to be you for an hour. Mm -hmm. Actually, one of them was Dominic Monaghan, one of my favorite shows. I don't know if you like that kind of stuff. I'm he unfamiliar. Does. He's like the new, uh, he goes around the world and looks for venomous snakes and whatever. But mm -hmm. Dominic Monaghan was, I don't know if you know who it is. No, never. A uh, good actor. Yeah, he was in The Lord of the Rings and oh. really good, good young guy actor. But he, his two passions are acting and just venomous snakes. And he's a real, <laughs> it's a great show. Yeah. Uh, but 
I just want to be him for an hour. Like I want to be anyone for an hour, just not me. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's the switch has just got to be turned back on. We're kind of wasting time. Although when we talk about the down part, the others can relate to it and they can see just how, when it's been given it to me, I had a, what I had a month, yeah, a little over a month. And it was great, wasn't it? It was the best yeah. high I ever had, like the best. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, have you ever gone like a whole week, a regular week, not when things happen, but yeah. where you were just totally sad, you just had no feeling of happiness? No, that's never happened to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I, if it was, I mean, obviously situational things happen, you know, when my mom died. I know that, but besides. Like that, but, no, but, but yeah, besides, normal weeks, no, I've never had that. And for me, out of 47 years and several months, I've had probably a total of about maybe five months of feeling, sort of feeling, half feeling what happiness is. Yeah. And that's, I'd say it's just not fair. It's not fair. No. It's, uh, so, you know, you have the dichotomy. Not fair. Why should I do this? Screw everybody. Blah blah. And then you feel better, and you just because I don't want anyone else to waste their whole lives. I mean, I already wasted my whole life, so my life is gone. But others, you know, so I can't do anything about that. But I can do about others, right? You know, because at least something decent come out of this. Because I hope it's my story. You know, right now I don't have a real, uh, and this is not distortion. Mm-hmm. I don't have a real um, great picture of the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, well, with the distortion, it's it's short lived and and very uh, tragic. Um, when I'm out of it, I can sort of maybe see there's something, and then I get this month, and then I wake up, shit's fell. And I have to write you that thing. And you know, your answer was crap, you know, and you just knew. And it was, yeah. So, uh, so it makes me wonder, um, if, if doing the show is actually helping or hurting. I know, I understand that you want to, you know, you, at least when you're up, you're very gung ho about being an advocate and helping other people not have to live through this. Um, but then well, how when, can I not again, like I say, because I can't get my years back and all the things that my siblings and family and people that I see around me and all the, the fellow graduates of high school and college and these Facebook people, and you know, how can I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sick of living vicariously through others mm-hmm. and I can't look at Facebook and relate to anything. It's count my kids' eyes, my kids in school, it's my kids in his Halloween costume. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck that. I have, you know, I can't. That just ain't in my, uh, you know, yep. book of my life. So uh, the only other way to do it is to just take the other route and, and use it for, uh, you know, the ultimate good. You know, the... So show that my intentions, you know, you're not a bad person when you're like this, you have, 
uh, you know, a broken brain. It's just. Well, and, and I can attest to the fact that you've been super excited about um, becoming a, a peer uh, support counselor um, and you, you get really good feelings when, when you hear feedback about our show from people telling you you're really helping me and stuff like that. So, you know why? And I'll say it because the big thing for people to hear is that because I am one screwed up guy who's had, you know, almost a half a century of, of a life of hell and distortion and pain. But I can tell you without batting an eye that if I come out of this thing, uh, with three quarters of a brain, whatever, um, I am the guy you want on your peer support team. I mean, I can do things other people cannot do, and I will swear by that, and I will prove it every time, and I have before. Yep. But, you know, until um, till we get a major, you know, this thing sort of uh, more advanced, um, I yeah. don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'll have that chance. Well, what I wanted to say was, um, for the listeners out there, if you have been on the fence about contacting us or about letting us know, um, that, you know, you're, you're listening and that, uh, somehow we're helping, please do so. I mean, it's, it's important for us to hear the feedback, um, <clears throat> positive I, or negative. Can I put so, it another way? Yeah. This is sort of the plea that I was kind of talking to you about, uh, you know, we want to hear about the show, what you want to hear and all that stuff. And we do, we want you to write in because we might notice, okay, this person really needs some, some extra help. And we want to do that for you. But here's my plea to you guys. I'm having a really fucked up hard time right now. And I would love to hear from you guys because I'm here to help you. You're here to help me. We're all here to help each other and get all these other periphery people to stop being so obsessed with their own lives mm -hmm. and start reading, start educating themselves and start treating their family and their, their family members who might be suffering from mental illness. Um, you know, really being able to understand it because you got to educate yourself. And so I'm, I'm pleading to you, please write in and tell me what you're getting at all this and uh, if I know people are around me and have support, that offers me hope. Yeah. And, of course, we're going to offer that back to you tenfold. Um, and it's all contingent on uh, me making continued progress, which is what I'm praying for every day. Yeah. And, and you know, we're on show, what, 29 right now. So mm. that's, that's 29 weeks of shows. Uh, and we've seen your mood go from very low to very high to very low to very high. So we've seen a pattern. We've seen the ups and downs. Um, and we don't want this to just be kind of a, you know, a soap opera <laughs> to listen to, to see, oh, where's Doug at now? What we want to do is show you the reality of this, reality of this disease. The fact that it's not all peaches and cream and, and that um, anything can happen, uh, even when you're, you know, riding high one day 
and think you can conquer the world, uh, you're fragile. Things can happen and things can change drastically, as we're seeing. Uh, and we can and only it doesn't, hope- And it doesn't matter, you know, whether it's, you know, intractable depression, whether it's bipolar, whether it's a schizoaffective disorder, where it's, you know, we're all in the same boat. We have different issues, but we're all here to try and survive this shit. Yes. And we have to work together and we have to form an alliance. Yes. And the more people that will climb on board, um, shit, I would love for you guys to make comments on the website, um, you know, yeah. and, and, and endorse it. And, and uh, if you've got a website and you want to do some link sharing, but the point is to get this out as massly as possible. Yeah. Mass, massly. That's, <laughs> we get that's it. Not a, <laughs> you know, as broad a scope as possible. That's the only thing. We can't just stay this little radio show. There are going to be people that need to latch onto this thing, pull us out and, and take us on a bigger forum. Um, and you uh, and guys can definitely help. We've had some feedback um, since we started, um, and it's been very good. It's been very positive, and it's great to hear that feedback, and it's great to hear that we're helping some people. Um, judging by the yeah, numbers, but, you know, and we need to, we need to talk about media because media is the only thing that people sit and they actually listen to mm-hmm. because it's got really lights and, and pretty newscasters and whatever. But, you know, I was supposed to go on Steve Pakin's the agenda. Uh, they kind of blew me off. They do great work with mental health news. Um, my story though, is something they've never seen before and would, uh, no question be a very uh, high viewership um and you know i guarantee that once they meet me for 10 minutes but i couldn't get in the door and that's public uh yeah. you know programming same with uh, uh uh toronto star uh journalist that i was working for never heard back it's like you know and i'm a good salesman and i'm telling you all the you know i'm telling them all the facts i'm not uh you know trying to sell them, you know, what's yeah. the old saying, you know, uh, iceberg in Hawaii or whatever. Right. Um, but, uh, as soon as this, this switched, it's just been about nine days to be so mad. It's made me so mad. I mean, I'm, I'm madder than a piano player in a marching band, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pissed. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just not fair. I'm madder than a midget with a yo-yo, you know? <laughs> Like a hunchback in a limbo contest. Okay. It's fucked up and it's it's pissy. Well, at least you still have your sense of humor. I watched Larry, Larry the Cable Guy too many times. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, please uh, feel free to contact us with anything, uh, anything that's on your mind. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash unhinged podcast. Our uh Twitter handle is at unhinged PC and our website is unhingedpodcast.com. Uh, and just hit the contact us form. If you want to send a message to us also feel free to, um, email us directly. If you want, uh, Doug at unhingedpodcast.com and Ed at unhingedpodcast.com. And we'll get those. And emails. if you go do it through the website, the contact, uh, a little contact, um, email that's, how do you explain that, Ed? The contact form? 
Yeah, the form just, you know, it'll go straight through to both of our emails. Right. That's another way you can get to both of us with one email. And uh, we see it immediately and we answer immediately. Yeah. And we're, we're also constantly watching the, uh, the Facebook feed. Um, That's uh, probably where we communicate the most um, with listeners. Left drop to hell. Well, yeah, I can't, I'm not a social media guru, so I don't, I don't, I don't do as well on that as you do. Um, But, but you know, I, 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 have faith in our listeners and I know they're out there and um, we just haven't been posting much in the last couple of weeks. So that's on us. Yeah. Yeah. That's on me. Um, So in any case uh, we're still here. We want to keep doing the show. Um, There, there might be times I think when, when we might skip a a week or something. I mean, I I really do feel Doug that, your health comes first. And if the show is getting in the way of that, I know it was a struggle for you to even get on today. Um, I did it really selflessly. I'm really, I've been showered in eight days. Um, I'm glad you're in Canada. (laughs) I'm an, I'm an open book. I will tell you, and these people, you know, they're not, they've been through the same thing. And if they're sitting there, and they're feeling like crap. And, you know, we lock ourselves in dungeons and we watch movies over and over. But if there are people out there who are listening to this show, looking forward to Tuesday, because as I watch, like I said, I watch movies that are, feel like they're my friends. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they think we are. And maybe they really wait till Tuesday to hear this. Well, I can't. In good conscience. Last week was hard enough for you to have to do the short show. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to do it. I just had to do it. It was going to eat me alive and I can't, I, I, I'm running out of meat. So there's not much more to eat. So, uh, I I had to do it. I had to do it. Well, I, I thank you for doing it. Um, and and I think it's going to help. It'll help you. Um, because you, you're able to get this all off your chest. I know it's still in there, but uh, you know, you, I gotta think that talking about it, uh, can alleviate some of that pressure. Um, and especially if we get, you know, feedback from people that, that helps as well. So. Well, at um, least at the beginning, you cannot run away from it. That's the right. thing. Exactly. And it's just counterproductive. Yes. I was all set to do another solo show today. As a matter of fact. Um, I know I could just couldn't go one other day without contacting you. Yeah, no, it's it's been. I think the last time we talked was a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was. You know, I I've been I've been very concerned. Obviously, um, at the same time, I've had my own struggles this past weekend, having to put down my cat Kramer. No, and and if years. people are and if people are, you know, people who don't have kids of their own, and you know, and are real animal lovers like Ed and I are, yeah. my brother is, uh, there are children and, exactly. uh, you can imagine how it just killed me because every day I was thinking, oh, I bet it happened today. And then after I sent the email saying, please tread lightly, he's not going to tell me. 
and you ended up telling me. And well, I, you know, I ended up telling you because I had already posted it on Facebook, and I was afraid of you seeing it before I got to tell you in person. So I saw it just before I contacted you today. Yeah. Otherwise, I've not been on Facebook for ten plus days. Yeah, but um, it just killed me that I was not able to be there for you because of my own. Yeah. you know um you know but, split up fucked up brain so but, but the know. thing is i know you you have one of the biggest hearts of anyone i know uh and especially when it comes to i didn't animals. know if you really believed that and that of course really i believe that when you said that no of course i believe that and i know that if you weren't feeling the way you were feeling right now i know that you would have been the first to to be consoling me all weekend um and and so please don't worry about not having contacted me because you're going through your own stuff and and your health is important but i totally understand i totally get what's in your heart and and that's that's enough for me and thank you well if i if i knew you weren't strong enough to be able to deal with it if i had a feeling that you were not yeah. i don't care how sick i am you know you, i would have just Somehow make it known that I'm just, I'm there. And if, yeah. if, if I got to do whatever I got to do, you need me to come there. I'll find a way I'll walk there, <laughs> you know, and this is across the world, yeah. but you know, um, no, and so, I get that. And I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. So a lot of us who have cognitive distortion don't know whether we're coming off as genuine or not, because the disease is such a selfish disease that yeah. these people have seen that when we try and say these things, uh, you know, if we get back kind of like, well, I understand you're sick and whatever. No, no but Ed's like, I know if you didn't blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I, we need to hear that stuff. And I hear and I start crying. Yeah. But it's a healthy cry. Yeah. I, I hesitated to, to bring it up um, when the first time you contacted me and you told me that, you know, the doctor told you you need to take it easy. I was like, oh, I shouldn't tell him. But then I had already posted it, and, and I was like, uh, and, and you already knew he was sick. Um, so so I, I figured the next time I talked to you, I had to tell you anyway. So um, No, and it, 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 was, it was fine, because then I in some way got to be there for you, and I wrote you that letter yes. saying if I had my druthers, <laughs> which is the uh, Belgian word for whole brain. Yeah. Um, I'd be able to, uh, you know, I just would have been there and that's it. I would have dropped everything. Yeah. It's very frustrating to listen to me on podcasts and that I can't do it. And those are the things that really eat me alive. Yeah. Well, and, and I just want you to know, just don't worry about me when you're going through stuff like this, because any little problem that I'm going through, is you know it doesn't compare to 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 what you go through so um you know we were we were prepared for kramer um you know he and we expect to outlive our pets so in a way you you get prepared for that uh it's not easy but he lived a good long life and uh he's not suffering and you anymore. know you did great as a parent that's the things you have to think yeah. about and not associated with the death and the maybe experience you've had other in yep. your life. This is just like, he was a happy, yes. great animal that you just did a great job. You were great parents and, and you'll do it again. Right. 
You're oh, not going to enjoy. Oh, oh I absolutely. can't handle this when they die. And no, they die. No. But you yeah. get so many, what, 16, 18 years. And, yeah, and he was 16. Just so, yeah. We lost but, his brother last year, and he was 15. So, yeah. Uh, but that's, that's, a, that's old for a cat. So It's yeah. wonderful. It's yeah. wonderful. So, yeah. So uh, it's, um, you know, the other thing is if you, you know, you're losing hope. That's what we're here for. But also to know that not everyone is conditional and you can find an ed. If you can't look through the yellow pages on unconditional friendship, 1-800-friendship.com.org.net.biz. But there are people out there who, who just can get it and really be a support system for you. And if you can't find them, you're not socially adept. That's what the two of us are here for because we will talk to you by phone, by Skype, by email. Uh, This is, you know, we're not uh, big wigs and big shots here. Uh, We're regular guys uh, helping you guys through along and not doing stupid things and trying to change your life around like I'm trying to do. And avoid negative people. I mean, the people that don't understand what you're going through and blame you for things, just ignore them. I mean, they don't understand. They don't get it, so they're not worth the time. Um, Even if it's family, you have to fix yourself first in order yeah. for you to fix others. Yeah. And you have to tell them that, I'm sorry, I need to work on myself right now and not deal with the whole drama because you guys are in a whole different world than, than I'm in. Right. So you say, please back the F up. Mm-hmm. Let me deal with what I got to do. And if there's any, you know, and hopefully you'll get the response. If there's anything you need, you know where we are. And that's the way it should end. Right. Exactly. And, and then you make baby steps connect you don't have to do the whole thing and have everyone in the same room that's going to drive that's going to take you over the edge that's yeah. too much it's overkill your amygdala will explode yeah so you need to go slowly and baby steps and it'll pay off yes so <sighs> do you feel any better having talked about this for 45 minutes now just the just the guilt part is is we have so many layers yeah to our illness and to the as it gets worse and you sit and you ruminate over the guilt and i didn't call him and i have to fix that and screwed that up so i have to make them think i'm not weird and uh, so for you and in your side of things and the show and trying to say to everyone i'm going through so much pain that i really would rather uh, cut my limbs off uh, and go through that kind of pain than the mental pain. But I have a commitment to making sure that you guys get the help you need because I know what you're going through. Yeah. And I don't want anyone ever to go through what I went through because it is so unfair and so awful. And if family and friends are getting self-righteous with you, you just set them in their place right and that's all i got to say on that well here's to hoping that uh things pick up you have a new setting or the same setting but a new intensity on your dbs uh like you said it could take days to a year who knows 
hopefully it's more on the day's side. And, and I have hope that it will be considering the history. Um, so I'm yeah, crossing there, my there fingers. are darker things that have gone on these past eight or nine days. I'm not going to get into that because yeah. chances are the people listening who are severe have heard that shit before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to dwell on that kind of stuff right now. It's just, let's hope it's not a year. Let's hope it's tomorrow, next week. It's four days, three days. Yeah. Um, I well, just, you know. Considering that you were able to actually get on and do the show, uh, I think that's a step in the right direction. And and it tells me that maybe it's, something is starting on the positive side. Yeah. We'll and really the way I think about it is there's, I don't know these people out there. I've got to know a couple of people, but I'm doing it for you guys. I'm your friend. Yeah. I really am. I don't know you, but I hope to become your friends. Your well, friend. And, and you, you know, you share something in common that uh, is is something that you need support for. And who better to support you than someone who understands what you're going through? Birds of a feather spend time in the nut house together. There you go. I just made that up. No, really? We flock together. <laughs> We flock together, and uh, soon we won't give a flock. Right. Okay, well, that's all we have for today, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next week again with uh, another update. And uh, remember, uh, let us know what you think of the show, and, uh, you know. Let us know, let us know, let us know. You're a little early. It's not even Thanksgiving. It's not even Halloween yet. Yeah, but it's going to snow soon here. Uh, no snow here. <laughs> well, thanks, Ed. I appreciate your patience. Absolutely. You can always count on me being here, bro. If you're in the Toronto area, you're in the uh, in Ontario, Canada, please do not hesitate to uh, refer to the Mood Disorder Association. Mooddisorders.ca is the website. Uh, they're going to be promoting our podcast uh, throughout their um, contingency. Uh, so we'll be growing leaps and bounds shortly. And that's where I'll be um, doing my training in uh, peer support and really sort of elevating my game and getting into the, to the, uh, you know, to the work part of this thing slowly, slowly. I'm, I've moved a little fast, but yeah. please uh, consult them and they will take you to wherever you are. Uh, other parts of the country and and parts of the world. Uh, But it's a great place to start. They're a fantastic organization led by Anne-Marie McDonald, the new CEO and director. So it's on our uh, our resource page, uh, Mood Disorder Association of Ontario. It's a great place to start for fantastic resources, links, etc. There's a plug, (laughs) Anne-Marie. Well, thanks again, Doug. Thank you. Uh, here's to, uh, well, here's to Kramer. Here's to Kramer. Yes. Uh, I can't think of a good. Well. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Thanks, man.